That fucking nobody is John Wick. He once was an associate of ours. They call him Baba Yaga. Welcome to Cryptic Soup. Tonight, let's talk about the boogeyman. Hey guys, welcome back to Cryptic Soup. I'm Thena. And I'm Kylie. And this is Cryptic Soup. And I'm Thena. <laughs> and I'm Orange. <laughs> um, so, what's been happening? I don't even... I was, like, thinking about what to say, and I I don't know. You want to talk about where we're from? <laughs> no, because I'm going to post about it. I don't... Uh, it'll be a secret. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not, but it is. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! Um, I mean, this is not anymore because it's now Tuesday and it would have been last Thursday, but happy pride month. It's the beginning. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. We have a lot of pride in pride month. A lot of pride. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I think I was going to start singing. Maybe <laughs> I don't really do know. <laughs> it was like a whole event there. Um, uh, mm-hmm. So this, this case is, well, it's a cryptid. It's the Baba Yaga, which, you know, all I can think about, not John Wick. Um, but you know what all, all I can think about? Um, Damon? Yes! Yeah. I'm so, uh, Yeah, actually, that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh-huh. Damon, the dude that made our our theme song, he's Czechoslovakian, and um, this is like a Czechoslovakian-type case. And I one day asked him, I was like, do you know Baba Yaga? He's like, I know Baba Yaga. Do I you know? know? Do you know Baba Yaga? I was like, well, I'm about to, bitch. <laughs> he has goats. If you didn't know that, I was telling Kylie that, but the rest of you can know too. He has goats. <laughs> that was one of those weird times when no one knew about the inside joke. <laughs> yeah, no, that was. <laughs> so there's that. Um, Damon's a very interesting human. Love him. Love him. Him and his whole family are quite interesting. Um, like, just to give an example, he won't mind that I'm saying this, so it's okay. Um, so Damon's dad is in a like heavy metal band. Like mm-hmm. as an adult nowadays. And his mom is like, I don't know. she Maybe she's not, but she's kind of like a hippie. But she um, she has like super long dreads and stuff like that. Dude, his family's so cool. And Damon's cool, too. <laughs> Damon's cool. Too. Yeah. No, like no, his Damon parents is really awesome, cool. <laughs> yeah. And Damon and Corey have this thing. They are in love. They are absolutely. Kylie doesn't exist. Yeah, no, they're definitely in love. They're super in love. <laughs> like, yeah, it's love. It's love. Well, um, you guys found out it wasn't Casey Anthony. It was uh, Elizabeth Short. Yep. So. So you want to talk about how you messed up? <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah. <laughs> we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. It was a copy and paste problem. I was trying to be fast. Fast is not always the best answer here, kids. Nope. Yeah. So there's that. I learned a life lesson. So Monday night, I had leftovers of something that I had Friday night. And I don't know what happened in my body, but something was not happy about it. And while I was also, I was so fucked up because I was like, Monday is Tuesday and Tuesday is Monday. And I was very confused. Um. But when I uploaded the episode to stream to all of you peeps out there, 
I was literally dying. Like I actually thought I was going to have to go to the ER and the ER scares the living piss out of me. So it was kind of a big deal that I actually kind of like. Don't you wanted. love Grey's Anatomy and didn't you want to work in a hospital? What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Yep. Same. I'm terrified of needles and I look like a fucking patchwork quilt with tattoos. So yeah, it's, it's what we do to ourselves. <gasps> it's fine. I do have a story after you're done. You have a story? Mm-hmm. That was kind of my story. I, I, oh, I you ended thought you were going like, to die? Yeah. Okay. It ended up being fine, but I was in pain for a, a good two hours, which was not fun. So I'm going to tell a quick story and then we'll start the episode. So if you guys don't want to hear this, you can, you know, fast forward, obviously. But I'm going to tell my story real quick. Okay. So I'm not good at making adult friends or any friends. I don't have kid friends. I mean, I guess kind of like my nieces and nephews. I'm friends with them because... I babysit them, but okay. I don't have any friends, so I'm, I don't know how to like make friends once you're an adult because that requires like communication and I don't fucking do that. So I've been trying to like, try to kind of learn how to make friends and I almost made one, but I kind of panicked at last minute <laughs> at Papa Palooza. There was like this couple and they kept having their dog play with my dog. And they were like, my dog hasn't gotten along with anyone all day, but it gets along really well with your dog. Cause they were both puppies about the same size, the same age. And they were just like riffing off each other. It was great. And I wanted to be like, Oh, do you guys want to like exchange numbers, go to the dog park sometime, something, but they were like a couple with kids and their kids were like, 12 they were only like probably like their mid to late 30s but I was like they seem like they have their lives so together like I don't know how to even like befriend them and like I guess it's always awkward when you don't when you're not in like the same life yeah and like realistically I am like I'm a person with a nine to five job I'm on salary like I'm an adult I just don't feel that way so like right because like when they request time off from their work it's to like go on a family vacation I'm requesting time off to go to a bad omens concert like right we're in different life stages here yes so, by the way, the Bad Albums concert was fucking amazing. Yeah, I <laughs> need to go. It was so good. I need to see that. Um, so I finally made an adult friend, though. Okay. So I've, I think I've talked about it before, but I make fan fiction stories in my head while at the gym. So essentially what happens is while I'm at the gym and I'm on the treadmill, I look around the room and I focus on a person that's doing something. And then I write an entire fan fiction about their life while at the gym. And I tell it aloud to my partner, I think you only told me this. I don't think you told the podcast. So well, here we are. <laughs> so I do that. So like, for example, there's these three guys and they are three different sizes, like a big one, a little one and a like buff wise and a medium sized one. So I call them Papa Bear, Mama Bear and Baby Bear, you know, obviously. And like I make up stories like yesterday there was this dude in, and this all is going to elaborate. I promise. There was this dude yesterday in like a Concord soccer T-shirt, like high school, but he was older. So I was like, he's OK. I was like, here's the story, Margie. Are you ready? Okay, his name is Logan. He is in love with the algebra teacher named Amy Horton. And Amy's actually dating someone, but they have puppy playdates because she has a Shih Tzu named this and he has a Papillon named this and he's the coach and he also does gym class. Blah, blah, blah. And I had this whole thing going, right? So I do this all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's this one man who talked to us one time, two and a half months ago. <laughs> two and a half months ago, he said three, two words to us. He looked at Margie, they were wearing the exact same shirt and he said, nice shirt. So that was two and a half months ago. So I wrote an entire fan fiction in my head about him. (laughs) And I created a name. I created a whole backstory, like every single thing. Right. So finally, we were on the treadmills the other day. Margie's like, let's just go talk to him. And I was like, "Ah, 
wouldn't know. <laughs> That's not going to happen. And like, normally... That's I'm, not a thing we do. Yeah, like, normally we're both super, like, not outgoing, but Margie was, like, feeling outgoing that day for the first time ever. 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 And she's like, no, 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 let's just go do it. And she's like, I have a reason why. And I was like, what's your reason? She's like, I think... And, like, no way I'm hitting on him, but, like, I think he has a perfect body for dude crop tops. He'd look like young Johnny Depp in the Nightmare Before Elm Street movie. And I want to tell him that he should wear more crop tops. And I was like... And I want to tell him. I was like, okay, if that's what you want to do, I love you. So I guess that's what we're going to do. We're going to walk up to a man and tell him to wear crop tops. So I, like, in my head, I prepared what I was going to say. And I was like, all right, we got this. So I walk up to this man. I'm like, hello. How's your workout? <laughs> and like Marjorie's just standing next to me and he like looks at us and he takes off his glasses or maybe he already had them off and he just like he like starts like wipe his sweat away and he's just like what are you guys talking to me and we're like yes hello hello and he's like um and he was so like confused and I was just like so here's the deal sir my name's Athena this is Margie and he's like my name's Jake and I was like of course it is first off <laughs> of fucking course your name's Jake that makes sense which in my head his name was Brandon so it was already going ill correctly not correct and so I was like, so what's up, Brandon? Like, so in my head, it's Brandon. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I still said Brandon right there. So I was like, okay, hey, Jake. So here's the deal. You're here every single day, like six to seven days a week. We're here every day, six, seven days a week. We're here at the same time. We see you talk to everyone, but you've never talked to us. And like, we, we just wanted to come and introduce ourselves and like be your friend. And he's like, yeah, you guys are always on the treadmill. I see you here every day. And we're like, oh, he noticed you okay and he's like plus that one and i was like plus that one time like two months ago and he's like yeah i complimented the shirt and i was like you remember and he's like of course i remember and he's like so yeah so anyways like what's up how's your guys's workout and we started talking for a few minutes and then after a few minutes he was just like he said something and it was so nonchalantly rolled into the conversation because he said something about how he used to do the treadmill a lot too because he like asked what we were doing that day or something he's like i've seen you guys sometimes do arms and like sometimes do other things blah 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 so we we're just like making friendly conversation both of us and we we're like oh yeah you were on the treadmill last week we noticed and he was just like yeah and that was the first time ever we had ever seen him work something that wasn't like upper body and arms and he's like yeah i don't really do the treadmill as much anymore but i used to because i lost like 150 pounds after covid because i just started coming to the gym all the time and we're like what you would never guess this man is objectively like speaking like an attractive human and he is extremely buff mm-hmm and that's probably why Margie and I talked to him is because he is 0% either of our type. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like what normal people would be like, oh, my God, he's so fucking hot. So we're like, nope. <laughs> um, so he was like telling us about his workout journey and stuff like that. And we were so impressed. But then Margie was too nervous to tell him to wear crop tops because she's like, fuck, I'm too scared. Because what if he's like, I can't. My body's ruined under this or something like she was too nervous all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. Like from the weight loss. Yeah. So she got real nervous and she didn't know how to like continue the conversation. So I was like trying to. And so I was like, so what are your favorite colors? And he's like, green. I was like, cool. We're going to make you a green best friendship bracelet since you're our best friend now. Do you want a best friend bracelet? (laughs) And he's like, I mean, sure. And I was like, cool. Can you name some more colors for me to make And this man is, so, he's trying so hard not to like make fun of me. I can clearly tell. And he probably thinks like we're the weirdest people ever. And then somehow it continues the conversation where he's like, well, part of my weight loss journey was like, I've always wanted to be like approached by cute girls and things. And that's never once happened. He's like, this is the closest that's ever came to like this. This is the first time it's ever happened. And we're like, yeah, cool. And then we continue talking, not realizing he said that. And so then a minute or two later, he's like, so are you guys like roommates or, and we're like, oh no, we're dating. 
Oh, and he's like, that's cool, too. Cool. <laughs> I was like, this poor man, all he ever wanted was to be approached by a girl at the gym. And he finally did. That was interested in him. And it was definitely two, two, not two the people case. Dating. Yeah, it was really funny. He was really nice, though. Um, and that's our new friend. And it's Jake at the gym. Jake at the gym. Jake at the gym. So that's a whole story. I know it was kind of fucking boring, but it was also kind of funny, especially like knowing who I am as a person. Um, yes. And how fucking awkward I am. And then if you knew Margie and how awkward she is, you'd be like, holy shit, how'd you guys pull this off? No clue. Yeah. No clue. Yeah. Yeah. So I also kind of made friends over the weekend. I went to a Bad Omens concert and um, I decided to start talking to people and I asked someone, I was like, what's your hobbies? And they were like reading smut. And I was like, bro, same. And then everyone joined the conversation and we were all just talking about smut for a while. <laughs> so do you want to start the episode? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Baba Yaga, <clears throat> do you know anything about Baba Yaga? I have a question. You know, <clears throat> why are you saying Baba Yaga? Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. That we're saying the same thing. <laughs> oh, no, you are saying Bobby. Baba Yaga. Baba. Baba. <laughs> <laughs> what? What am I saying weird? Baba. Baba. <laughs> You're saying it correctly now. That's the... I've said it the same <laughs> way. Bro. Have you ever seen that clip where it's like, what are two, wor- two videos that give off the yes. same energy? And it's Harry Styles trying to pronounce. No, obviously I haven't seen that. Well, it's Harry Styles versus Matt Rife, and neither one of them can say the people in the crowd's names. Oh my fucking god, it's the funniest one I've ever seen. You should it's send so that to me. I love. Oh, it. I, I love Matt Rife. It's so good. Okay, okay, moving on. <clears throat> Bobby Yaga. Bobby Yoga. Yoga. Yeah, Bobby Yoga. <laughs> Bobby Yaga is a Slavic folklore creature. How do you say folklore? Folklore. Folklore. Folk. Folklore. Yeah. You said it right. Yeah. Folklore. No, I know I do. I hear people say folklore. I what do you I'm not saying it different. No, those were two different. Okay. No, I, I hear people say it wrong, and I don't like the way people say folk sometimes. Folklore. What? Do they just like folk? They say like folk, like the L's gone. Folklore. Folklore. No, it's folk. It's folk. Folklore. And I know that because Taylor Swift taught me that. (laughs) So she's never wrong. No, never. Folklore. (laughs) Um, Baba Yaga is mostly described as a supernatural creature in the regions of Russia, Croatia, Poland, Serbia, and the Czechoslovakian region. I want a spelling bee growing up by spelling Czechoslovakia, by the way. I think you I think you've said that in the podcast before. It's, it's the fastest word I can spell in the English language. C-Z-E-C-H-O-S-L-O-V-A-K-I. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. Thanks. <laughs> but then I almost lost because I had to spell like amphibian. That's what? And I almost lost. I was in like first grade. I don't know. I thought that word was hard. You can get Czechoslovakia, but you couldn't get amphibian? Yeah. Okay. I dated a girl and she lost a spelling bee in second grade and she cried uh, I did not date her in second grade. She was telling her, her, we were telling stories about embarrassing moments right. growing up. And I was like, how's that embarrassing? And she's like, uh, the word was nugget. And I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of embarrassing. You spelled it wrong. How'd you spell it wrong? And she goes, I spelled carrot. <laughs> what? <laughs> she's like, yeah, no, I just, I spelled, I spelled carrot. <laughs> I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> that was definitely a mistake. Yeah. Like no, her shit. brain had a, had a brain moment. Yeah. 
<laughs> she's like, I, carrot. She's like, I never lived that down. Like, I literally. Which and, is funny because I always fuck up carrot. He's like, is it two R's? Is it two T's? What? Like, no, that's so easy. No. I always fuck it up. Hmm. You're a weird one. Um, okay. So the Baba Yaga is a supernatural trio of sisters, all which share the same name sometimes. But other times, Baba is a singular supernatural woman. So it depends on like what region you're hearing the story and stuff like that. But it can go both ways. Like a bisexual. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> like a bisexual. It all comes full circle now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So she is supposed to be a deformed or hideous old woman. There are sometimes other folklore creatures that they say are closely related to Baba Yaga or similar to her, just like the Lady Jezebaba. <laughs> I was waiting for you to just say, to say it, and I didn't know I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> Jezebaba. 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 Doctor Andreas Johns. Andreas. 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 Andreas Johns. <laughs> it's not Andreas. <laughs> I don't like that they're both with an S at the end. Andreas Johns. That's because you're saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so Andreas. <laughs> I don't think it's wrong. Okay. I don't know. Okay. She's a folklore author who wrote a book on Baba Yaga. She identifies Baba Yaga as one of the most memorable and distinctive figures in Eastern European folklore. Are you assuming their gender because of their name? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that person is a he. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> did, I, I, <laughs> did I say Andrea's Johns was a female? Yes. I thought I said Baba Yaga was a female. No, you were. I thought you were quoting her, Doctor Doctor Andreas. So Doctor Andreas is a she. <laughs> Andreas, huh. Huh. like Andre. Like, That's spelled differently. Okay, it's without the a s. <laughs> <laughs> at the end. This is gonna be one of the longest episodes. I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm almost positive that this person is a male. <laughs> well, I call them Johns the rest of the time. So we're just going to use Dr. Johns. Them. So Dr. Johns summarizes Baba Yaga as a many faceted, faceted, <laughs> face heads, <laughs> face heads. Guys, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's happening tonight, but I can't take life seriously anymore. <laughs> And Faceted. because of that, this episode's off the rails. Faceted. You guys know how cryptids go. Sorry about your luck. <laughs> so this many face faceted <laughs> figure yes. is capable of inspiring researchers to see her as a cloud, moon, death, winter, snake, bird, pelican, or earth goddess. <laughs> Totemic. It, got, it was so cool until you were just like snake, bird, pelican. <laughs> She's or Earth goddess. Like, how are you going to throw a pelican in the middle of all that? Like, anyway. Right, exactly. She's like, a you couldn't do, like, a swan. <laughs> Swans are mean. Well, yeah. All birds are. Okay, we're not talking about birds tonight. She's, she's a, to well, yes, I ooh, uh, pigeon, bad. So she's a totemic, <laughs> matriarchal ancestress. You did it. Yeah, you did it. A female initiator. 
a phallic mother or an archangel, arch ta- archetypal image. <laughs> Angel's not in the sentence. No. <laughs> Literally ever. No. <clears throat> People are going to be like, the fuck happened to Athena that night? Archetypal. Oh, I don't like that word. I don't like it either, but I think that's right. Archetypal. Yeah. Archetypal. Archetypal. Or, <laughs> or it's archetypal. arch e tipple. Yeah. Yep. There are variations of the name Baba Yaga that are found in many East Slavic languages. Sometimes the first element is also called Babusa, which is Ukrainian, or Babushka, which is Russian. But isn't Babushka also like German for grandma? Or is it Polish? I don't know, but I've, I've heard Babushka in. Because that story. In movies. The Babushka story. I don't know the Babushka story. <laughs> I. Don't know it either, but they call her Babushka because she's a grandma. There's a story. Oh, wait. It's, it's, it's like a kid's story. Keep reading. Okay. Um, or Babesha, Babesia, which is Polish. Does that sound right? Babsia. Babsia. Is that, is that what you'd say? It's Bab-C-I-A. Yeah. Babsia. Okay. Um, oh. <laughs> Did you just read? Did you just read it? Which all mean grandmother, right? Okay. Um. So yes, I'm yes. thinking that the story that you were talking about is is accurate. Well, I looked up the story of Babushka, and it is a Russian Christmas story, and it's a traditional story. It's the legend of Babushka, and it's talking about an old woman who is in a snug little house by her warm little fire. In the middle of Bethlehem and the three, three men who were very wise. Oh my God. Okay. This is a, this is, this is Mary. Is that you? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, this is literally like that story. Like the grandmother. I guess. The grandmother, like from the Bible. Because she's like, I can't help you, good sirs. The weather's too cold. So she instows some toys to the Christ-like child. AKA Jesus Christ. Um, and she sends the three long, the three long men. God damn it. The, <laughs> the three, three wise long. men on their way. And she says that it was a night that comes Christmas Eve. And now Babushka comes softly through snowy fields and towns wrapped in a long cloak, carrying a basket on her arm, asking, are the children there? And if so, she gives them presents. So is Babushka Santa? I don't know. Like, she kind of sounds like... like kind of. Like, like a Santa-type like lore. Like, it's a giving type of... Yeah. She's like Auntie Krampus. 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 So... Do you say it with, like, the... The, the Italian? Krampus? Yeah. yeah, that's how I normally say it, but last time you corrected me every time I said that, so I've been trying not to these days. Because in the Krampus episode, I tried saying Krampus, and you're like, no. No. And I was like, oh... Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> I know that we very much emphasized Krampus. Like, we were like, Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. Um, but I also, I feel like Babushka. I like to kind of throw the boo, the hard boo. Babushka. Babushka. Because that's like what it is. It's a right. hard word for a soft lady. So in Serbo-Croatian, Bosnian, Macedonian, Bulgarian, and Romanian... Baba means grandmother or old woman. So that's where all these terms came from. It's not fully known what Yaga means because Yaga has more 
entomology problematic type situations with it because no one can have a clear consensus among any scholars where this word came from or what its meaning really is. So it's kind of like grandmother imaginary. <laughs> like this word has nothing. <laughs> okay. So Baba Yaga is referred to in popular culture, such as Hellboy, the Witcher Netflix show, Smite the video game, Fortnite the video game, Roblox. Also a video game. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Um, And then they used it as a nickname for John Wick in some of the movies. Because he is. The boogeyman. Right. Yeah. And because in John Wick, they call him Baba Yaga because they use Baba Yaga as a synonym term for boogeyman. Because that's essentially what it is. I mean, if you haven't seen the movies, then we won't we won't spoil it. But yeah, he he is. He's a baddie. He's a boogeyman. For sure. I don't know. That movie was traumatic. (laughs) (laughs) Try watching the last one that just came out. So the first clear reference to Baba Yaga occurs in 1755 when Mikhail Lomonosov. 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 There's so many O's. <laughs> Who Lomonosov. needs that many O's in one name? Lomonosov. Lomonosov. It's probably Lomonosov. Because <sighs> that sounds right. Mikhail Lomonosov. Yeah, it doesn't sound wrong. Yeah, it's, it's Russian, right? Uh, Yeah. Because he wrote a book on Russian grammar. Oh, there you go. <laughs> What's his name in it? <laughs> How ironic. Um, Lomonosov's Baba Yaga is mentioned twice among other figures in Slavic tradition. And he goes on to mention Baba Yaga in a list of Slavic gods even. Oh. Um, in narratives, Baba Yaga appears to be carrying mortar, pestle, and or a mop or broom. And she covers her tracks as she goes so that you don't know where she's been. A mortar and pestle... <laughs> And or mop or broom are very different things. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. They 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 mean very different things. Because I feel like if it's mortar and pestle, you'd be making something and you'd be yeah. covering it like putting more something on the ground. Yeah. But a mop or broom, you're covering it by getting away the stuff on the ground. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's very Also, she would have to be carrying the stuff she's crushing up in the mortar and pestle. Like, is she carrying, like, coal that she's, like, crushing up and then covering her footprints? Yeah, you have to, like, grab it and then put more That seems in. like a lot of work for that one. I just carry the broom, I guess. Or just not walk. I'm not saying, like, hover. I'm just saying don't leave your house. <laughs> just, we're on the same page. I was saying more, like, just <laughs> don't. saying hover. No, I, I mean. I don't think Bobby Yaga's out here, like, <laughs> flying on a broom through the city. It's confusing because it says covering her tracks as she goes. Yeah. But like the mortar and pestle doesn't do that. Yeah. So that's confusing. Okay. If you see her in her home, she's usually found draped over her stove cooking. And her home is a hut that's deep within the woods. It stands atop chicken legs. Sometimes it's said to be spinning and other times it can just move and relocate itself. When she's in her hut, she's said to spiral out across the entire thing and her large nose can touch the ceiling. This got so weird. What? So, you know what? Every time I think of her, you know what I imagine? What? Howl's Moving Castle. I don't know that. I don't know what that is. The Studio Ghibli movie? Oh. I No, I haven't seen that one. Okay. Well, there's a character in there. And, like, I don't necessarily know why, but, like, when I come to think about, like, what 
I could imagine her looking like. It just, um, I, I, I don't know what it is. Um, but I see the the witch, and in my head, she she looks like the witch. I guess I'm gonna pull up the witch for you to see. Okay. There's kind of a witchy person in Spirited Away. Witch of the Waste is for some reason who I think of. I I I don't know. She's I mean, you can look up Baba Yaga. Obviously, we'll post photos as well, but Baba Yaga um has different looks, I guess. And the ones where she's in her house, um they're interesting. And in general, she's interesting. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay, we're going to keep moving on. <laughs> okay. The hut has a fence of bones taken from her victims. Baba sounds like she'd be a really scary person. And sometimes the stories feature her accompanying dr- death on his tra- travels. And she devours newly released souls. Mmm. <laughs> Yum. Yum. Tasty. Can I get some ketchup with that? <laughs> right. Baba's often referred to as a witch, and the stories change if it helps. Sometimes she imprisons, sometimes she eats people that come to her hut. Like, you never know. But she's supposed to be part trickster, kind of like the story of Hans- Hansel and Gretel. Yep. That's exactly what I was thinking. Hansel and Gretel? Hansel. 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 she usually leaves her huts in the morning and she will return in the evening she commands a flock of black geese that circle the skies looking for children that sounds terrifying terrifying because geese already scary and then a a black goose flying down no no thank you they're just mean they're (laughs) they're so mean in the story of Baba Yaga's black geese there's two disobedient children named Olga and Sergei and they sneak out of their house while their mother's at the market. And their mother had warned them not to go out while the geese are flying. Well, Sergei gets snatched up and is brought back to Baba Yaga's hut for her dinner. However, Olga is able to save her brother through the use of magical items. And the two learn their lesson about not listening to their mother. That's exactly what happens in Hansel and Gretel, though. Yeah, that's literally Hansel Like, and literally. Gretel. Like- well, actually, I've never heard Hansel and Gretel get away. I thought they've always gotten eaten. Oh, I always heard that. Oh, which one is the girl? Gretel. Okay. I thought I was being stupid for a second. Okay. So Hansel always wanted to eat. And so he would eat and then get caught. And then she would be the one that would be like quiet and like understanding everything that would happen and how to like outsmart her. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard them living. I thought they always died. I guess the most recent story that I've heard of Hansel and Gretel is from Once Upon a Time, mm. like the show. Yeah. So that might be why. Now, Dr. Johns says in his book, his. Hmm. <laughs> crazy. He's a man now. Crazy. <clears throat> crazy. I mean, <laughs> I don't mean to say Crazy. He says in his book that Baba Yaga may have originally been a Slavic goddess and an earth mother, but other scholars believe that she was initially the personification of nature, which can be cruel and kind in different like times. 
just like a storm cloud or a storm and stuff like that. And others claim she personifies a plow, which breaks and injures the earth to enable planting, fertilization and growth of crops. So it's like necessary Mm -hmm. because like storms are necessary also. But yeah, the scholars say Baba Yaga is the Slavic version of the Greek goddess Persephone. Hmm. Interesting. However, since very different, though. Yeah. You know, in in terms of well, what they stand for. No, in yeah. uh, looks and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, since the legend usually originates that she accompanies the devil or death, she's usually represented as like evil or at least the personification of evil. But no single interpretation of her origin has ever universally agreed upon if she is or isn't. Same as like the true nature of her name and stuff. It's all kind of just up in the air about Baba Yaga. Hmm. Now, is she bad? Well, here's the thing. I mean, eating people is pretty bad. I guess. Sicking crazy black geese. That's, geese that's pretty bad. Is also, you know, bad. Wouldn't wouldn't call that good. Well, the thing is, is there's some stories that make her almost to be like a fairy godmother. But then there's always this like sinister twist. So so here's the story. It's called Vasilisa the Beautiful. OK, Baba Yaga is a trickster, but she's like kind of a helpful trickster. She's like Loki, but like. Less bad. (laughs) (laughs) So Vasilisa, I want to say Vaseline. I know. Vasilisa lives happily with her mother and father until she's eight years old when her mother falls ill and calls her to her deathbed. She gives her a magical doll to help her through life. She must always keep the doll with her and keep it a secret from everyone else. She must offer the doll food and drink whenever she faces a challenge and then the doll will help her. Okay. After her mother's death, the father marries a young woman with two daughters who's envious of Alyssa's beauty, and so they abuse her, and they give her harsh tasks, and her father can do nothing about it because he's always away on business trips. So it's like Cinderella right now. Exactly like Cinderella. Yeah. So Valissa's only able to accomplish the tasks if her doll helps her. Once Valissa and her stepsisters reach the age of marriage, the stepmother refuses all of Valissa's, uh, Vasilisa's suitors telling them she can't be married until her older sisters find someone. In hopes of getting rid of Vasilisa, her stepmother keeps sending her to the woods on errands. Finally, one day, Vasilisa is sent directly to Baba Yaga's hut to ask for a fire. She sees three riders on horseback dashing past her, a white one, a red one, and a black one. And they brought twilight, sunset, sunrise, and nighttime with her. After she arrives at Baba Yaga's hut, the darkness falls. Baba Yaga demands to know why the girl is there and agrees to help give her the fire in return for work. She assigns Vasilisa some impossible tasks, but Vasilisa is able to accomplish getting them done because she asks for her doll's help. Obviously, this upsets Baba Yaga, though. Like, keep that in mind. Now, because she purposely made them impossible so that she would, like, have a slave in a sense. Right. So Vasilisa remains with the witch for some time as a servant, but Baba Yaga is like, mm, just like unhappy about it. And Vasilisa becomes curious and she starts asking Baba Yaga all these questions about different things. And Baba Yaga tells her not every question leads to good, but she can ask whatever she wants. So Vasilisa understands that it was an implied threat, but she asks about the three writers. 
Now that really upsets Baba Yaga and she like Vasilis is like, well, I want to know why that upset you. And Baba Yaga is like, no. Okay. So Vasilisa responds and says she's only doing as Baba Yaga suggests, like, like asking questions and wanting answers because she knows that it might not lead to good, but she still wants the answer. Well, this upsets and infuriates Baba Yaga. And so she asks her own question to Vasilisa and asks how she's able to perform all the tasks that are supposed to be impossible. Now, remember, Vas- Vasilisa was also supposed to keep it a secret. So right. she, refli- she replies carefully, saying her mother had blessed her and enabled her somehow. Baba Yaga rejects things that are blessed and tells her she has to leave then. Baba Yaga sends her all the way home with a skull containing fire that she was sent to fetch. And it's brought into the house. The fire ends up burning the evil stepmother and stepsisters to ashes. And Vasilisa and her doll were able to leave the house. She becomes a seamstress with the doll's help. She impresses the king so deeply he falls in love with her and they get married and they live happily ever after. That went wild. (laughs) That's a stretch, I feel. I think that's a realistic one. So for that one, Baba Yaga was supposed to be like the catalyst for transformation and like the story, like she is the personification of change and stuff like that, if that makes sense. I suppose, but there's other stories. She gave her fire. (laughs) Well, yeah, magic fire and a skull. Do you have magic fire and a skull, Kylie? Can you talk about it? Exactly. No, I don't. Um, there's another story called The Frog Princess. Baba Yaga and her sisters play the pivotal role of helping Prince Ivan reunite with his runaway princess after he has betrayed her trust. And in Maria Morvone, Morvina, Morvina, it's Baba Yaga who provides Prince Alexei with a horse that enables him to free his true love, Maria, from captivity. So, like, in other stories, she does good things also, is what I'm trying to essentially say. Mm. Um, I don't know. But still, there's still that, like, witchiness or, like, the... the, She's still spooky, though. Yeah, (laughs) she's still spooky. In the story of Baba Yaga and the kind-hearted little girl, a young girl and her widower father enjoy their days together until he remarries. The stepmother ends their time together. She abuses the child and the father doesn't know. The stepmother sends the girl into the woods, hoping she'll be killed by Baba Yaga. But she goes. She shows kindness to the various elements of the forest. So they help her escape once she reaches the hut of Baba Yaga, who is going to try to make her into a meal. Once she returns home, she's forced by her father to explain where she's been. The stepmother gets kicked out of the house and the father and daughter have a happy life together. So see, like that one, Baba Yaga was going to be the bad guy, but luckily she got away. Oh, so he was like. Yeah, she, that bitch over there was like, I need to go to Baba Yaga's house. And so this. Wait, who's the bitch? The child? No, <laughs> so the stepmom. Oh, yes. Um. So the father was like, oh, that bitch. He didn't know. <laughs> he wasn't there. He didn't know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So he got, or she got caught. Yeah. So. It's kind of weird if she's supposed to be like a bad guy or a good guy, because like the stories kind of go both ways. But technically, she's meant to be like ominous. So I would say she's more of a bad guy than a good guy. And I guess it just depends on like which stories you hear growing up. But like when I asked Damon, he said like Baba Yaga's a bad guy. Yeah, like she's the boogeyman. That's what I was going to ask is what does Damon feel? And if Damon says it's the boogeyman, then it's the boogeyman because Damon's never fucking wrong. So... Like the actual like boogeyman or like 
as boogeyman as you get. I don't think they have the boogeyman. Hmm. Do they? I've, I don't know. Hmm. That's weird. I guess I but should Like, forget. you know, I think of the boogeyman as someone that's like in my closet, you know, when it's dark. Yeah. So, like, is she my house? Waiting for me to fall asleep and then go Well, she lives in the, in the woods. No, right, exactly. So how is she the boogeyman? Damon <laughs> Oh, I didn't mean to say your last name. You're on the podcast. Is that okay? I'm on the podcast. That's fine. Okay, Hi, Damon. No one can spell it anyways. <laughs> Damon, Baba Yaga. Yeah. Are you trying to say my last name? No, I said Baba Yaga, you dummy. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. Now okay. Then. Baba Yaga. She's a bad guy, right? Okay, yeah. What, what kind of fucking answer is that? Is she the same thing as the boogeyman? Okay. No, I'm at... <laughs> Damon, you are losing... All the cool points I've ever given you right now. <laughs> you are so bad at this. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Is the Baba Yaga story, like, is the story of that old woman, is she essentially the same thing as the boogeyman? Or does the boogeyman still exist in Czechoslovakian lore? And she's just also scary. Oh fuck. Um, <laughs> um I don't really remember off the top of my head. Mm, so um, you're fake Czechoslovakian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that necessarily. It's just that I don't remember. Is Baba Yaga and supposed to be scary? I I would be, I would I would imagine. Damon, you are literally the <laughs> most least helpful person. Ever to be on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very sorry. Um, Okay, well, thank you for all your help. God damn it, damn it. (laughs) So, I don't know. I would say that the boogeyman still exists. But then Baba Yaga is like another boogeyman. That's what I would say. Or like instills the same type of fear. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Because like, I mean, Hat Man, Gray Man, Sleep Paralysis and the Boogeyman all exist. And they're all kind of different, but they're all kind of the same. I would interchange them almost. Mm. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. There's a little bit of a difference there with Mm. like, you know, sleeping and you don't have to sleep in order to see the Boogeyman. Uh, mm, What? You don't have to sleep. Then what? When does it come out? It only comes out when you're sleeping. It hides otherwise, hides under your bed. Right. And then it comes out when you're sleeping only. Really? Yeah. Doesn't it? No. When did yours come out? Oh shit. Sorry. Like when you're scared and you're trying to fall asleep. What? But that's weird. No. Yeah. Why would he come out? But it's dark. What's he gonna do? Just p- poke his head out and be like, "Ooh, yes," because nice you're you. scared that monsters are under your bed. And then he's just gonna what? Like stare at you and then be like, "Okay, I'm going back to my closet for some tea. Have a good night. Sorry to scare you." <laughs> no, he comes out when you're sleeping and he tries to kidnap you. But then you wake up in fear. Well, you know that I'm a pussy and I don't watch scary movies, so I'm only going off of what I what I feel like. Oh, I'm going off what my siblings told me. They were kind of also mean. Oh. No, yeah, I think it comes out when. You're trying to fall asleep and everything is dark and you can't tell 
if there's something in your closet or not, or you can't tell if there's something like in the corner of your room. That's um, kind of what I feel like is the boogeyman. I do remember that Disney Channel made a movie called The Boogeyman. Really? Do you remember that? No. It was fucking terrifying. I was so scared of it. I cried as a kid. So it was one of the guys from the Even Stevens show. And it was the guy that uh, Ren always had her like um, arguments with. He was also the top of the class, but I can't think of his name. Anyways, he was the boogeyman in the movie. But the concept of the movie was even scarier. It was that this girl's like growing up and she has an imaginary friend. And what happens is when you stop believing in your imaginary friends, unless you tell someone else about them and like they move on, like your younger siblings or whatever, it becomes this evil, terrifying boogeyman and lives in this like other boogeyman world. And shit gets terrifying. And I remember it had like these spooky contacts in and it had mm-hmm. like nails that like wrapped around and stuff. It was yeah, it's called, so scary. It's called Don't Look Under the Bed. <gasps> That's what it was. And it's from 1999. And he had scary teeth. Like this. And stuff. Oh my fucking God. That <laughs> movie. That movie genuinely is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my whole life. It is in the top um, scariest movies. Disney movies. Scariest Disney movies of all time. Phantom of the Megaplex better not be on there. That's not scary. What's I don't know. It's a video, so I'm not like clicking <sighs> into it. But yeah, I'm going to try to look scariest Disney movies. Let's see what they say. Um, OK. Um, the top 15 scariest Disney movies. Let's talk about it for just one minute. <laughs> the skeleton dance from 1929, where the skeletons dance on the graves. That is okay. very old. <laughs> Pinocchio from the 1940 movie. Okay, never seen that. Pinocchio. Yeah. Fantasia 1940. Okay, that movie did scare me as a kid. A lot of people were scared of Fantasia. That I, was very scary. That that didn't scare me, but it was just so overwhelming, I think, and stuff in the darkness. There's so much so much going on. Yeah. The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad from 1949. It's essentially the movie of Sleepy Hollow, but a kid's version. It was kind of spooky, but it it didn't scare me. I've never seen it. Escape to Witch Mountain from 1975. I've never even heard of that. They redid that, mm-hmm. I think. The Black Hole from 1979. Never heard of that. Well, we should have a Disney. The scary Witcher in the movie. Woods. Then Dragon Slayer. I've never even heard of most of these. Yeah, me either. Something Wicked This Way Comes. I've heard of that. That's a Disney movie? I didn't notice that. Know that? Frank and Weenie. Okay, that's just a good movie. That's not scary. Not at all. Return to Oz. Okay, that movie's fucking weird. I get it. It's weird, but it's not scary. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it in the category of being scary. Runaway Brain. It's a Mickey Mouse movie, and he's, like, demented looking. This is a very odd mixture. So there's also one that's the animated version. We'll real quick go through that one. Pinocchio, again. <laughs> Hunchback of Notre Dame. Wasn't scary, but it was very intense as a kid. Because like, like one of my favorites. I had an Esmeralda backpack. I loved Esmeralda. I Esmeralda. Can't talk. <laughs> I had the video game and I loved it. Um, Fantasia, obviously. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Not scary, just annoying. Just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Ichabod and Mr. Toad, we just talked about. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Not scary. Dwarves? Dwarves. Dwarves? That's the thing I said. Dwarves. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 
Not. <laughs> Bambi. Never seen that. What? Bambi is not scary. Let's talk about how you haven't had haven't seen Bambi. What? Dumbo. Never seen that. It's uh, creepy. Like it's like a weird. The Fox and the Hound. I saw that once in college and I don't really remember it. None of that is scary. The Black Cauldron. Never seen it. Never saw that one. Okay. So this is weird. I feel like they're just naming off weird ones. Yeah. And not actual scary ones. Hmm. That's crazy. Okay. Anyways. So, yeah, that's Baba Yaga. Um, I wrote this episode. Oh, wait, you just said it at the end. Yep. So that's what I was just about to say. So I wrote this episode um, <laughs> months ago. Uh-huh. And I wrote it as a backup in case I don't get an episode finished in time. And that's what happened this week because I got so stressed about all the concerts and stuff because we have we had the Bad Omens concert. And then um, tomorrow we have. Louis Tomlinson concert and then on Wednesday we have Louis Tomlinson concert and then we're having our bathroom redone and then we're having part of our yard redone so I've just been very busy so I was like I'm gonna pull something out of my 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 secret stash your buttocks (laughs) yeah so I forgot that I talk about it the last line of this is Baba Yaga reminds me of the wicked or the witch of the waste Mm -hmm. but actually the one from Spirited Away Miyazaki said the character of the bathroom uh, bathhouse proprietor in Spirit Away is based on the story of Baba Yaga. Really? Because that's what I, that's what like my brain went to when you were explaining her to me, like with the nose and everything. I was like, hmm, Spirited Away. That's exactly what I was thinking. Which is funny because that's the Miyazaki film I have tattooed on me. <laughs> but for some reason, I think it's, I don't really know why. I think it's more the way that woman talks and everything that just all together personifies it for me. I don't know. But yeah, so I forgot I wrote that at the end. I didn't even need to look it up earlier. Dummy. Dummy. Oh, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Hmm. The Wicked Witch of Tricksters. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about her? Do you believe in her? Is she real? Hmm. I feel like she is all of the lores of the weird witches that live in huts put together. So I think she's one of those cautionary tales. Yeah. Um, I think she's an urban legend that somewhere went astray. I think there probably was like a woman that was outcast that they called a witch or something that probably got sent to go live in the woods. And then everyone deemed her crazy and stuff. And maybe one or two children over the years went missing in the woods, got eaten by animals, something, and probably something did happen, but it's easier to blame that crazy bitch living in the (laughs) woods that we called a witch rather than say the fucking grizzly bear ate the child. Yeah. So with that being the case, Explaining it to a child, yes. Yeah. They're yeah. like, we don't want you scared of the woods because we want you out of our hair so that we can have a a like simple day, you know. So because of that, we can't tell you that wild, crazy animals are out there. So we'll just tell you to avoid the fucking witch house. Avoid the Baba Yaga. Ooh. Yeah. So there's that. Well, little bit of a very interesting episode. Yeah. Whoo! This episode. I'm trying to think Exist. if there's any like specific things I remember. I feel like my Papa Jay, who is my dad's dad, um, I feel like he would have said something along the lines of like staying away from something because it will hurt me. 
or like a cautionary tale, but I can't think of anything specific. Um, I mean, I don't really have anything like that. I'll have to ask my dad. Like, I just, I don't really feel like my mom told us that many like urban legends or anything, I guess. I don't know. Because I, I don't know. I just didn't, I, I don't feel like I had anything that I feared, really. Oh, I was terrified of the dark. I still am a little bit scared of the dark. Like, when I think about it, when I get too much in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm running upstairs. <laughs> or, like, keeping lights on along the way. I just, I I don't really feel like I believed in that many, like, um, stories as a kid, maybe, or something. I don't really know, because... You weren't gullible. I was a little gullible. I wasn't gullible, and my siblings told me, like, more, like, real-type things that scared me more than that. Um, because I know I was scared to eat meatloaf. Because um, I watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre as a young child and my siblings told me that that like was real and that that's what all meatloaf in the world was made out of. Oh, you know, what's one is the well, I don't. So it might be a cautionary tale and it may not be. But the um, the melon heads. Oh, because you were supposed to go. I don't remember the road. I could take you there, but I don't remember the road specifically. Um, But you go in and there's like a tunnel. And you're supposed to honk 10 times and then you're supposed to see them essentially after the 10th time. But really, somebody made it up to just piss off the people around their neighborhood. Because yeah. it's like a really nice neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's kind of like the opposite of cautionary tale. But then also like a cautionary tale. If you did see something, then, mm. you know, yeah. obviously you wouldn't want to do that. I don't know. I yeah, I guess I just didn't really or like. I don't, I, yeah, I didn't really have cautionary tales. My, I didn't do that. We had this like book of, um, things. I guess the only thing that ever cautionary tailed me was I was scared to play with matches because of the story of the little match girl. But that was because I read that book really young and I was just really sad by it. It wasn't even like I was scared, but I was just like sad that the girl dies in the book. And so I was like, oh, that's a really bad child story. It's about a young girl dying on Christmas day. Who the fuck wants to read that you were probably like subconsciously scared a little bit so i don't know child yeah all right well thanks guys for listening do you guys have cautionary tales (laughs) were you scared of things yeah what's your weird what were you scared of as a kid kylie um well the dark um i never had a i'm scared of the dark phase i don't think I had definitely have. And then, I mean, like there, I had I a basement room when I was really young though. So that's I did too. Why. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, I still don't watch scary movies. So there, what didn't scare me? <laughs> um, I wasn't scared of water or anything. Cause we grew up on a lake at one point also. And I fell out of the boat enough times to not be scared of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I wasn't scared of like animals, obviously, I'm not scared of heights. I'm not scared of the dark. So I actually feel like it's the opposite for me. So I was not scared of a lot of things when I was a kid, but I'm more scared of things now that I'm an adult and know the facts about it. See, and yeah, I'm still not scared because I'm like, what's the worst that happens? I die. (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) then it's done. Like, that's the end of it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. if anything, the thing I'm scared of is like 
surviving it and having those guilt feelings or something like I would be scared of this sounds so like kind of fucked like up a but plane like, crash and you're the only one that survived yeah yeah like that kind of a thing or something like I'm not scared of the actual plane crash I don't scare I'm not even scared of if I die during it but I'd be scared to survive it like terrified oh my god what would I do I don't know I don't know if I'd be able to especially if yeah. it was just me or something like that like I'm scared of those kind of things I guess things that are really out of left field more or like if I was on a cruise ship and every single person dies somehow and I survive something like just super out there. Like, I just don't think I could, I'm not even scared of a zombie apocalypse. Like I'm not scared of really, Oh, I'm not scared of that. I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not scared of animals. I'm not scared of heights. Like I'm trying to really think of common scares. I'm scared of birds and I have this one thing, but it's not like a fear. It's just like a, a you're scared of birds. Well, yeah, but I have this thing. I have like a tick kind of, I won't put my hand in water if I can't see the bottom of it, mm -hmm. but it's not a fear. I can totally do it. It's more just like a, I know I'm going to touch a texture I don't like, and I'm just going to be annoyed. I'm going to be in a bad mood then because <laughs> it's usually like I had to do dishes as a kid and like my siblings didn't clean off their plates. It's more like that. It's not even like I'll, I'll walk in gross ass water. It's almost trauma. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know. I just don't really have anything. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I fucking petted Shiro on the head for Christ's sakes. Clearly, I don't have fear. You petted? Petted. You petted. I petted. I petted Shiro. Petted Shiro. As I've, you can hear him. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. Tell us your fears. All right. We'll use it against you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, no, we won't. Thank you guys to everyone that helps make this podcast what it is. You guys are all a part of huge. Nope. <laughs> You guys are all a huge part of the CSP family. Big thank you to Taylor for doing our editing at Lab Monkey Creative on Instagram. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, which is Cryptic Soup Pod. We're, fu we're fucking up tonight. Why? At Cryptic Soup Pod. What'd you say? <laughs> I just said Cryptic Soup Pod. Well, I mean, at. No, I couldn't. I, like, I couldn't continue the the spiel. <laughs> they wouldn't slide on in. They wouldn't slide on in. <laughs> uh, so it's at Cryptic Soup Pod, where our DMs are always open for suggestions. So slide on in. You can also join the Facebook group, Cryptic Soup Pod Official. In this group, we post further updates on our lives or cases. So join us and hang out on the socials to stay up to date and be a part of the CSP family. All of our links can also be easily found at crypticsouppod.com as well. Apple Podcast reviews, ratings, and or Spotify ratings and follow always make us feel really happy. It lets us get our name out there and it also just tells us what we're doing right or wrong. So remember, guys, you should subscribe, follow, tune in, keep up with us, and remember to join the conversation where we'll see you next Tuesday for the next episode. Stay tuned. And if Damon says it's the boogeyman, then it's the boogeyman because Damon's never fucking wrong.